Is there anything like that or? You would think that. And see, uh -huh. that's a common misconception. Everybody thinks that State Farm, they'll be like, State Farm pays for this? Mm -hmm. State Farm lets me know all the time that I am an independent contractor with State Farm. Ooh. Yeah. Told y'all this was a movement. One time for the team that's gon' hustle for the cream. How we know it's grind till the dough come. Just to paint that radio show. We controlling the globe and we second to no one. Every time we emerge we putting that work in. Bang that, do it for the culture. Putting on for the city that's 24-7. And we show we love like we supposed to. And we keep making moves by coastal. No those suckers didn't believe, but I told you. Bang that, about to be your household name. And bang that, mean when you pop more chains. You don't even know just how I really get. You rocking with the best, so tune in when you better be. Plus, you getting fancy like Nancy. You're never single day. <laughs> Alright y'all, we're tuning in for another episode of Baked Out Radio Show I'm your host Andreas and I am in loca on location <laughs> location on location uh, with Miss Tanisha Johnson uh, Sutter I, 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 I make sure I said that right Right, right, it's not uh, it's Stutter high. It's not yeah, Stutter It's not Stutter <laughs> It's Sutter <laughs> Let's make sure Yeah, <laughs> um, I love it But uh, a licensed State Farm rep, mm -hmm. your own office, yeah, employees. Mm -hmm. That's dope. Um, so yeah, first time on the show. Yeah. But been knowing you a good three, going four years now, I think. Yeah, four years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, people don't uh, know that you know you was designing my uh, banked out uh, website, which you know that's <laughs> funny. See, I oh Lord, have mercy, you brought that up. <laughs> no, but I want people to know. It's like you know. Um, one, uh, like you was doing a fantastic job, and then you know you told me you wanted to go into that, and I remember, I remember one comment you told me it was like, man, I never had like a client that paid or whatever, and then just disappear. Yeah, like I'm, I've never had a client where I'm chasing you down mm -hmm. after you pay me. Yeah. Like usually it's the other yeah, way around. Yeah. I'm like, bro, like, yeah, I, need I bet you was like, that's a totally different client right there. Yeah. And you were, <laughs> and you were. I was like, yeah, you know what, here, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, uh, you came to um, the Red Dress for a top party. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember that year you came here, um, yeah. you and your husband. Me and my boyfriend at the um, time. Oh, well, you know, mm -hmm. congratulations. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so entrepreneurship, you know. Oh, what? I forgot to do my ads. Okay, for everybody out there, <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're in the Macon, Georgia area, um, you need mental health services. We do have the Making Mental Health Matters program, which you can call the number 478-741-1268, or you can go to makingmentalhealthmatters.com and register and be able to be seen for free. Uh, that program is funded all the way till March. So go ahead and get your services in. If you want to participate in the events that go on as well, go to that page, go to the events tab, and be able to see all the different events that happens with that. Uh, for everybody in the middle of Georgia area, y'all want to experience a fantastic night out, go to a Black Excellence, and I'm, and I'm talking about Black Excellence because I've been there, uh, event establishment, you can uh, hit up 44th in Madison. They actually have a, uh, 
a winter's ball that they're doing December 17th, the same day as the Bank of Christmas party. Um, Y'all can go there, it's 115 Margie Drive, and you can go to 44thandmadison.com. And I'll also throw in the flyers and stuff as well. But yeah, um, okay, so let's let's take it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. When I met you, you was working on the app. Yeah. And it was a directory for black businesses. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I've come across a couple of other apps that actually function in that same capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, but they haven't like blown up or nothing like that. Um, but you know, we, we all have strides and stuff like that. But then yeah. we also, yeah. uh, I would say, run our businesses differently. That's you know, true don't too. Run the business the same. That is that is yeah. also true. So. From doing that and transitioning into something like totally different, because I, I don't think prior to you becoming a licensed agent, did you have any insurance experience? I did actually. You did? Yeah. Okay. So uh, in 2007, I worked at Allstate for a little while, but mm-hmm. I was like in my early 20s. Okay. Like I could have ran the Allstate yeah. if I wanted to, because it was my uncle's, and he yeah. wanted to pass it on to me. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it was in the family. It was in the family. That's what's up. But, like yeah. I said, I was in my 20s. Yeah. I wasn't ready. Yeah. Well, you know, they, they say, you know, the older you get, the more wiser you become. Yeah. Just think if, you know, if um, in your 30s and in your 40s, you know, I'm 40. Mm-hmm. Um, so if in your 30s and your 40s, if you have that knowledge and wisdom, but you have a young person's body, like in your 20s, how dope, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> what's, what's the saying? The, uh, youth, the youth is wasted on a young or uh-huh. something like that? I, I see that now. Yeah. Because exactly. in my 20s, I'm like, I could have done more. Like, I didn't start my first so business much. until like 27, 29, something like that. Yeah. But I'm like, that's like 20s. Uh, yeah, because even out of high, eight, not high school, even out of college when I was at Fort Valley, graduated, what was it? I forget, right? 23, 24, something like that. I still wasn't like hitting it like I should have. Mm-hmm. So. What inspired then to like, you know, go into the insurance, even though I know you had, uh, you was around it and your uncle had, you know what I'm saying, the, um, the infrastructure for you. I'm saying they're stepping on cord. <laughs> what made you want to jump into it? Because I'm like, you could have easily went into something else. All right. So I'm going to make this story as short as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So did that at Allstate. Mm-hmm. Wasn't thinking about insurance anymore. Yeah. Then I moved out here to Bon Air because I was living in Memphis at the time. Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, okay. Yeah, Memphis. They still had Jerry Curls there. there. I think so. <laughs> you know, I'm from Nashville. I think I seen a few people with some Jerry Curls out there. I always, I always pick up Memphis folks. Man, you know, more love to my Memphis folks. <laughs> Just in case y'all see this, but. Yeah. So I moved away from Memphis. I moved to Bonaire, Georgia, and okay. I lived with my auntie because I had to get up out of Memphis. That was a totally different, like culture shock and everything. Yeah. You went from bigger city to Bonaire. I'm like, right. Yeah. But I moved to Bonaire with me thinking that I was going to end up being in Atlanta too, because oh, okay. my aunt lived in Bonaire. I'm like, well, I'm living with my aunt, getting mm-hmm. my stuff together, and I'm going to mm-hmm. move to Atlanta. Yeah. Where I started working at Geico. Mm. Now, now you see where this is going, right? Yeah. So, Geico <laughs> got me trapped 
<laughs> for a good seven years. Yeah, they get a lot of folks. Yes. So, you know, you, you get into a good job. They pay you decently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then they give you benefits. And you mm -hmm. think, you know, this is the best I can do. I might as well just go ahead and retire. You don't think about anything else. But as yeah. soon as I got a taste of me doing the app, and yeah. then me doing my non-profit. I'm mm -hmm. like, you know what? I don't deserve to be treated like I'm on a plantation. Yeah, exactly. So I'm out. Yeah. And in November of 2016, I remember the date and everything because mm -hmm. it was for my birthday. On my birthday, oh, wow. I quit. That's what's up. Yeah. So like, there's your birthday gift. That was my birthday gift <laughs> to myself. I quit <laughs> and went to up. Vegas. She <laughs> <laughs> quit and had a good time. I sure did. I sure did. Me and my auntie. So. I went to Vegas and I came back and I said, you know what, mm -hmm. I got to do something. Um, yeah. I didn't quit for just no reason at all. Yeah, and quit with a purpose. I quit for a purpose. I quit yeah. because I don't want to go back to work for anybody else. And mm -hmm. that's when I started at LNZ, that okay. directory. Because, gotcha. you know, the whole thing was the whole plantation thing mm -hmm. and how I felt like, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, you know what, I'm going to do something for my people. And that's what I did. That's what's up. I did the app with the directory, the mm -hmm. directory and everything. And then there was somebody that knew that I had insurance experience. Mm -hmm. I had experience working with the nonprofit. Mm -hmm. And I also had experience in marketing with my mm -hmm. app. Mm -hmm. They put those three together. And it's like, you know what, Tanisha? Mm -hmm. She might be a good insurance agent. You need okay. to watch her. So yeah. a stranger reached out to me mm. and said... Yeah, it's most opportunities, you know, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So a stranger reached out to me, mm. um, Mr. Jackson, Mr. Roger Jackson. Mm -hmm. I'll go ahead and call his name out, Mr. Roger <laughs> Jackson. So Mr. Roger Jackson reached out to me uh -huh. and he was like, Snisha, uh... Someone told me that you would be a good person for this job. Why don't you try it out? And I was mm -hmm. like, you know what? I just might do it. Mm -hmm. And here I am today. Three years later. Three years later. Wow, that's what's up. Yeah. So how was it going through the process of getting licensed and everything? Because I heard that could be like a, a, a very um, <clears throat> taxing process um, as far as like, you know, just the mental fortitude of it. Some people can't pass their license exam the first couple of tries, <laughs> whatever. Uh, my graphic designer, um, Shamika, she actually, uh, is she all state, I want to believe? Mm -hmm. uh, mom. She actually passed her thing, but like I was sending her work to do. Yeah. Like, you know, I got to do this on the weekend or whatever. I got to uh, study for this exam. And it's like, she was, I can felt just by messaging her, I could read where she was like, you know, it was a very stressing time. So, yeah. Well, it depends uh -huh. because stress is all what you make it. Yeah. I mean, you you either are gonna just grind it off and let it bother you, mm -hmm. or you just you just not you just won't. Mm -hmm. And I didn't let it bother me. I'm just like you know what my main focus is on this money and making a good living for me and my family, yeah. my future family. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. So they gave me two weeks. I had two weeks to get licensed mm -hmm. and. Property and casualty mm -hmm. and life and health. Mm -hmm. I did it. Yeah. Yeah. And they also wanted me to get my mortgage license too, mm -hmm. but I failed that one mm -hmm. by one point. I, I heard that one was like really hard too, though. It wasn't hard. I just didn't have enough time. 
Oh, it was too much to, yeah, too to, much cram. to cram. Yeah. And I had to do that so that I can get the opportunity mm -hmm. to be an agent. Now, it's different if you're working for an agency. They'll give you enough time, maybe 30 mm -hmm. days or something like that. But for the opportunity that was put in front of me, mm -hmm. I had a certain limit of time to yeah. get that done. So it was a little bit more stressful. But I don't think that it's as stressful as people make it out to be. Mm -hmm. I think that as long as you really pay attention, mm -hmm. you put your mind to it, mm -hmm. you can do it. Yeah. I can do if I can do it, I tell everybody if I can do it. Yeah. With you, my you I can do it. Uh-huh. With yeah. the way that the way that my mind works. If I can do it, then anybody can do it. You just That's have to it. make sure that you, you focus. So with the um okay. Um I, I was looking on the back to see if you like had which areas can you help people with? So what sure. are the areas? So you can do property insurance. Mm -hmm. You can do uh, life insurance mm -hmm. and health insurance. Yeah. Well, the health and the life, well, the health insurance is a supplemental insurance that we have. Okay. So like a hospital indemnity policy. Oh, I got you. Yeah. And like a short-term and long-term disability policy. Okay. Yeah. So what's the bulk of your, um, I guess, like services and stuff right now, or what? What are people gravitating towards? Now you know everybody want auto insurance because yeah. it's mandatory. Yeah. If it wasn't mandatory, people would be driving around here with no insurance all the yeah, time. Know, like, <laughs> Let me turn this down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, phone ring, you know, that's funny. Yeah. So I get it. I love it. Um, that's a good sign. Uh -huh. <laughs> you don't want to be somewhere in the phone ring. Right. right. <laughs> we got a lot of those. Um, but. So, <laughs> okay, so take us through like, you know, the structure of, you know, establishing your own office mm -hmm. because, you know, to me, that's a little bit different than like starting a business from scratch. Yeah. Me, I would think that you would have some type of um, tools and resources you can gravitate that are, you know, state farm approved or like they put you through, you know what I'm saying, some type of training program or assist with, do they assist with like opening an office or anything like that? Or You would think that and see uh -huh. that's a common misconception. Everybody thinks that state farm, they'll be like, state farm pays for this? Mm -hmm. State farm lets me know all the time that I am an independent contractor with state farm. Ooh. <laughs> I already know what that means. So yeah. basically, you're allowed to use the name, but everything else is on you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. For so, everybody out there, you don't know. That's what that is. That's exactly what it is. And that's, that's what a lot of the different insurance companies, too, who mm -hmm. have agents that own their own agency. Are you, are you required to uh, pay for the name? Like, do you have to pay like a royalty or anything on the name? No. Okay. But you, they license you the name, but they can take it back? No, because they don't license me the name. They license, they own, my name is Tanisha Johnson Sutter State Farm. That's it. Oh. So like, and it's uh, State Farm agent. It's not. Oh, uh, gotcha. Yeah. So they separate it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I was about to say, what if somebody just out here wilding or whatever, and then, you know, State Farm gets a bad. Uh, you know, rep from somebody out here wilding. And we make sure <laughs> as an agent that yeah. we when we post stuff and when we market stuff that mm -hmm. we put we are an independent agent and we're mm -hmm. not an employee of State, State Farm. Farm. Yeah. We make sure that we put that information. Mm -hmm. We hire somebody that makes sure that they put that information. Okay, so in what there. about like documents and stuff then and like uh, databases? I'm like, because I'm sure you, 
You had to build that all yourself too? No, see that? I was about to say, I'm like, that Those things are already uh, built by State Farm. Okay. And they don't you. include my name. I mean, they may yeah. put my name, my signature at the end, yeah. uh, but it doesn't have my stamp on it. It says yeah. this is State Farm proprietary information or whatever mm. the case may be. Like, they'll differentiate themselves yeah. from my office. Oh, wow. If you pay attention to yeah. it. But if you okay. don't pay attention to it, you think all State Farm. So, okay. So, do you mind, like, going into, like, you know, numbers or whatever? Like, you know, what would, what would it take for someone to set up an office of this magnitude, like a good ballpark figure. Well, it, you, you got you got your own personal office space. Yeah. You got like I think I saw a brick room back there, mm -hmm. and then two off private offices, mm -hmm. and then a, it looks like a sales or a customer service rep out here, mm -hmm. and then like you know a, a section for you know receptionists yep. in the front. Yeah. All right, so then, let's you know, you see. Got computers, equipment, you know, it's telephone been, lines, all that it's stuff. It's been three years since we first started. Yeah. So let me see. I think my beginning, at the beginning, it'll probably take about fifteen okay. to 20000 to set up. Yeah. Uh, and that's of now, your own personal money. Yeah. And it was, that wasn't that this size, was it? Was that a smaller office when you first started? Like a one woman show type situation? No. So I started off with two people. Oh, really? That's yeah. What's up? I started off with two people. Um, they came on with me. I hired them right before I started. So mm -hmm. I started January 1st, mm -hmm. 2019. Oh. Yeah. And they came in January 2nd because I wasn't going to have them work on January 1st. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was so nice of you. Yeah. So they came in on the 2nd. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was a three-man show for a little while, mm -hmm. um, and then eventually it turned into a one-man show. And I was mm -hmm. pregnant. Oh wow! During that time. Yes, I was pregnant with Tiana, my you my baby stressing, girl. You stressing personally and stressing <laughs> professionally. So I was pregnant, and uh -huh. I had her almost three months early. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she was in the NICU for two and a half months. I know how that is. The last two of my kids were in the NICU, for one for about three weeks, and the other one for like a week and a half or so. Yeah, so. Special times. That you got a certain hours, you can only see them. Exactly. And then, on top of that, you know, the first year that mm -hmm. you're here with State Farm, mm -hmm. your first contract, mm -hmm. you have a year to prove yourself to oh. get your permanent contract. Oh, wow. So, so you, that you basically first probationary year, status. Yeah. Yeah. So that first year, I'm in probation and I'm pregnant, and I have her two months early. I'm like, this is not gonna happen, and I was mm -hmm. so pissed at my husband. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you know it takes two, but I was yeah. so pissed. Um, but like I said before, hard yeah. work. Yeah dedication yeah she gave me the reason mm -hmm. you hear me the yeah. reason well, kids, kids are supposed to properly motivate folks right some if, of these folks out here <laughs> they don't know what's going on right if i was not grown before i grew up when mm -hmm. i had my child <coughs> and, excuse me don't i have a couple of nothing no, no you, you, you're good you're good so just, just put it out there you know. I, I will spray when you leave just in case <laughs> <laughs> I love it. just in case that was right but yeah she gave me the motivation i needed man That's so i came back and 
even though I didn't have any more staff when I came back from um, mm -hmm. having her early, mm -hmm. I grinded till I could not grind no more. You see that red sofa that's right there? Mm -hmm. I bought that red sofa so I can sleep. Mm. You hear me? Mm -hmm. So we grinded it out and we made it. Yeah. We made it happen. That's what's up. Yeah. I, I, I'm just loving this even more because, you know, I, I got this series that I'm going to produce. It's called, uh, I haven't given it a name yet, but it's about the failings of entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. um, I think with like Shark Tank, The Profit, um, and all these other entrepreneurial shows or whatever, the successes are magnified and highlighted, but they're not showing the process to get to there and they're not showing what failed. Right. And we all have different things that didn't work out exactly. the way that we wanted them to. But we kept going or whatever and we learned how to pivot and, you know, turn in a different direction. But I'm going to do a whole series about, like, you know, stuff that didn't work. Exactly. And I think that needs to be highlighted. It does. People like you're running to folks, and I'm sure you get this all the time. Where you're like, yeah, I'm, you know, I work for myself, my own boss, yada yada yada. I got my office. Oh, that must be easy, or blah blah blah. You know, they discount what it takes to get to that exactly. point. They discount the sacrifice that you have to make mm -hmm. in order to get it to be successful, and the fact that you have to stay successful in order to exactly. stay in business. Um, <clears throat> so you're you're doing uh, two things. At least I, I can, you know, see or, you know, that people might even think about when you're leading your business, you know, what I'm saying you're meeting your goals and stuff it, it, to be successful. But then I don't think people get to see the behind the scenes stuff. Mm -hmm. So like you're handling your own like business administration stuff like, you know, payroll and all that mm -hmm. as well. I do. Taxes. Yep. Make sure you're staying compliant with the state. Yeah. Yeah, because I know you have all these other things you got to do. Yeah. And, they, and then on top of that, answering the customers' complaints. Uh -huh, exactly. And, you know, everybody calls, may I speak to Tanisha? Mm -hmm. And then the cut my my employees are like, well, Tanisha, she's on. She's in a meeting right now. She's busy right now. Well, I'll just wait or I'll call back. And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh God, everybody wants to talk to me because mm -hmm, they know you the you the head woman in charge. Yes, but then I have to tell them like, you don't get to talk to Warren Buffett. Mm -hmm. You don't get to talk to, you know, any CEOs mm -hmm. or any any company owners, but you have to you have to treat it the same mm -hmm. way. Even though it's a small business, mm -hmm. it's still a business, exactly. and I still have to take care of other things. And I then can't... you gotta go pull in, you know, more revenue. Exactly. Because the more people you get, the more revenue you gotta make. Exactly. Because nobody wanna work for peanuts. Exactly. You know, what I'm saying? everybody want benefits. Mm -hmm. You know, because people don't realize, like a salary, like if you paid someone fifty thousand dollars as a business, <laughs> that salary is actually about eighty when you include all the benefits that you have to match and pay for out of the business that does not get charged to the employees. So like one, mm -hmm. unemployment and insurance. Mm -hmm. You got to pay for that yourself. Exactly. They don't have to pay for that. Exactly. And then you got to pay for all the FICA, the, you know, all this stuff, whatever. Uh, payroll taxes, Employee whatever. Employee taxes, uh-huh. Uh -huh. So I'm like, oh, that's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot that people don't know about. Mm -hmm. And that's the stuff that people don't see. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's the like, that's why you're here 10 12 hours a day or whatever because mm -hmm. you not only got your normal business operating hours that you're doing but you have the stuff that takes hours to make sure that normal eight hours or nine hour yeah. day functions properly yeah but even though you're doing that stuff you know 
you mm-hmm. know that there's a reason that you're doing it. You yes. know that it's not going to always be that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So you have to focus on whatever it is that you got to do now so mm-hmm. you can make a, a better living for yourself in the future. Yes. Because it's not going to always be this way. No, it's not. So that's what I always have to t- tell myself, too, because I know, yeah, it's grind time. We're here. I'm here 12 hours a day, sometimes mm-hmm. overnight to 9 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to always be that no, way. It's and it's, it's that way now so that later... When mm-hmm. my baby gets old enough and she wants to hang out, she wants to do ballet, she wants mm-hmm. to do whatever she wants to do. Yeah. I'm going to be there. Yeah. No questions asked. Yeah. Bye, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, so. you, no, you can get there and that's exactly uh, what you do. Like, all right, that's what I do. Like, I do my, you know, my business stuff during the day. And then actually, I only work probably about three hours a day. <laughs> get, get out. <laughs> Gone. I'm done. Interview over. Bye. 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 This, this, this is my work for today. You know what I'm saying? I've done two interviews and then, like, I got to process some cookout orders and stuff like that or whatever. Yeah. But I'll get to those tomorrow. Um, but no, I put myself in a position or whatever because people don't see, like, you know, the struggle of a tuner and like you know working like there's at one point i was working a 40-hour job and working 40 hours a week or whatever pretty much working 80 hours a week yeah to get to that point to be able to like you know have like four or five hour days at the most or whatever mm-hmm. now sometimes i will have like a 10 12 hour day but it's like a lot of different stuff yeah and you know it's not it's, that's not my constant you know what i'm saying that's not my norm mm-hmm. uh because yeah, other people in place, whatever, like this, you know, somebody in my office right now answering the phone and you know, right. email about this stuff. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna leave right after this interview. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it'll happen more regularly. Yeah, exactly. You know? It'll be able to Eventually. happen more regularly. Yeah. So <clears throat> when you decided to pursue and really, like, you know, dive in, what was your immediate uh, circle's reaction? Um, were they like, okay, cool, we're gonna rock with you? Or they were like, oh no. You know what I'm saying? Hold up. You might not want to do that. All right. So the person that's closest to me is my husband, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to lie. I chickened out mm-hmm. at first because I felt like, you know what? This is just too much. Mm-hmm. I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. I can't be stressed. I cannot do this. It's just yeah. too much. And he was the one who was like, Bun, that's my nickname. Mm-hmm. Bun. You got this. Mm-hmm. You can do it. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Whatever you need, I'll give you a foot rub every night. I got you. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the greatest opportunity for you and our family and yeah. us. And you can do this. Like, I can see yeah. this for you. And he encouraged me to, to get it done. And then, you know, my immediate family, like my mom, my grandma, my aunts and all them, mm-hmm. they were supportive. That's what's like. They really loved the idea of me doing this. They were so proud. And still, like to this day, my mom comes and she visits. And she just looks at me. <laughs> and, and, you know, I'm a little self-conscious a little bit. Excuse me. So I'm like, ooh, what are you looking at? What are you doing looking at, like, the success? And that's what she would say. Oh, I'm just so proud of how you handled that phone call. Mm-hmm. My baby, look at you. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Look, look at that professional. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, thank you, Mama. Thank mm-hmm. you. But and that know, makes me feel good. And a lot of people don't uh, chase their goals. Right. Or a lot of people won't, you know what I'm saying, take that jump and really put themselves out there. Some people, they tiptoe in. I'm like, you you full-fledged, you know what I'm saying? Right, I jumped like in that. there. You jumped in there, you know what I'm saying? Jumping in the ocean. Exactly. You're jumping in the ocean. Splash. Yeah. Little drops. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, <clears throat> how has, uh, I guess, you know, your primary customers are here at Macon? Yeah, my okay. primary customers are here at Macon, but I serve mm -hmm. the whole state of Georgia. Yeah, exactly. Um, how has the reception or response been, you know, are people gravitating? Were they like, you know, a little leery at first or whatever? Or Yeah, you know, people, people are afraid of change. Mm -hmm. And I took over a book of business for a man that had been established for well over 20 years, you know. Mm -hmm. He's been in his spot, so I took his spot mm -hmm. in this this very building right here, mm -hmm. Mr. Alfred Jones, mm -hmm. and they were so used to him, yeah. and also the person that worked for him, they were used to her too. Mm -hmm. um, so when they heard that I was taking his place once he retired, some of them left. Mm -hmm. Someone was like, I'm going where Leslie is. That's mm -hmm. the, the chick that worked for him. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm like, but no. Give me a chance. Give yeah, me give me an opportunity. But, you know, after a, a few times of saying that, I got a little tired. Of, well, you know what? Just go ahead because mm -hmm. you're not going to get there where you would get over here. And mm -hmm. I had to make sure that I encouraged myself because that was a little discouraging at first. Because mm -hmm. um, people were, were not as accepting of me taking over because, for one, they don't know who I am. Yeah. Um, because I'm not from making one. Yeah. Uh, two, just because they were used to mm. a certain person and then she moved to another agent. So they mm. just w gravitated towards that agent's office. Mm. Um, so, you know, it was a little discouraging. But then eventually I was just like, you know what? I know my worth. I know exactly. what I would do for my customers. Yeah, I know that I would just break my back to make sure that they'll be okay. So I'm okay with it. If you yeah. want to go somewhere else, go. Yeah. And eventually exactly. the ones that did stay, they know mm -hmm. that I'm going to go to bat for them. That's yeah. why they always call and say, I'm going to speak to Snish. Now, I'll wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's dope, though. Um, so, like, what have you learned that you didn't necessarily think um, what would happen in this particular industry? What have I learned? Mm -hmm. Like give me like one good thing that like really sticks out in your mind or something that was shocking or you know like wow I didn't realize you know this came with this territory. Well, I can tell you something that I learned about that I didn't know too much about before I started working here, mm -hmm. which is I don't want to sound like I'm doing like a spill and trying to sell anything, but mm -hmm. it's the truth. I learned about life insurance. Mm -hmm. Um, that's something that I didn't learn before. When I worked at Allstate, all I did was homeowners insurance policies okay. and auto policies, mm -hmm. mostly homeowners insurance policies. Yeah. When I worked at Geico, I only did auto insurance policies. Mm -hmm. I get here, we're doing everything. Mm -hmm. So I get here, I learn about life insurance, and I'm like, wow, so this is what they've been doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is how there a lot of other people come up mm -hmm. and we don't have this knowledge yeah oh yeah Ooh. Like, I, yeah. yeah learning the things yeah. that i learned and talking to the other agents i mean i'm the only there's one other black female agent in my territory mm -hmm. um other than me that's it and she's not really active right now mm -hmm. Um, so usually if I would go to meetings and stuff, especially in my first and second year, if I'm going to agents meeting, mm -hmm. yeah, just, you. just me, yeah. 
It's just me. Minority, minority of the minorities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a woman too. I'm down with that. But either way, um, it was, it's crazy what you find out just listening, mm -hmm. just observing and just listening. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that I say that I've learned a lot about that I did not know, was not expecting to know about yeah. before coming over here. Yeah, so uh, the follow-up to that would be like, what is, you know, two things about life insurance that our community should like really key in on? Get it. <laughs> yes, I understand that. <laughs> but at a young yeah. age, yes. um, I'm talking about if you have a child, get your child some life insurance because mm -hmm. you don't know what that child is going to go through at an older age where they can't even get it. Mm -hmm. Um, also, it doesn't matter. And people always say, you know, term life is better than whole life. Whole life is better than term life. No, neither one, because I'm not biased. I sell both of them. Mm -hmm. So one of them can be better for one family. The other one can be better for another family. It just depends on your circumstances. Yeah. Talk to whoever it is. It don't even have to be me, but talk to whoever it is about what's best for you and your family so you can get the better bang for your buck. Yeah. And if you feel like that agent, that insurance salesperson or whatever is just trying to get your money, go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Because you need to get to somebody that's gonna really educate you and not just sell you something just to be selling you something. Yeah, yeah, I, I, got, three, I got three policies on mm -hmm. uh, myself. Uh, two of them I think are, I believe are term and uh, one of them is the whole life insurance policy but I've, I've spoken to other agents and through various companies whether it be like uh new york life insurance or water modern woodman or allstate or whatever mm -hmm. wealthway all those different people and i've come across this information that where you can use your policy i, I believe it's the whole life insurance uh -huh. and treat it like you know what i'm saying it's a bank yeah to where you can like borrow against it, I guess, and the principal stays there, and then you just pay back the loan that you take out against mm -hmm. it, and you can like finance a lot of different things. Yeah, you can either you can do that, or you can do an accumulation of dividends where mm -hmm. you don't even have to pay the money back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's a lot of different ways. That's why I was saying is we don't even have enough time to go over all the different ways yeah. that you can save money. Might you have would to, might have to do like a series. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I will, I will, but there's a lot of different ways that you can. Mm -hmm. There's even a thing called a turn is a term policy, mm -hmm. but it's called a return of premium policy. Mm -hmm. And it's just like it sounds mm -hmm. return of premium. Mm -hmm. You get all your premium back at the end of the term okay. that you paid into it. So it almost works like a whole life policy because you still get mm -hmm. some cash value, mm -hmm. which is the money that you put into the policy. Yeah. So that means you get more of a policy than a whole life policy, but you get, you, you pay less, yeah. you pay less. And it's a term policy, so it ends at a certain time, mm -hmm. but you still get that money back yeah. once, you, once that term ends. Yeah. So who would that be good for? Who do you think that would be good for? Uh, people who's uh, like someone who's twenty, <laughs> pay into it, 
And then like I say, if you do 10 years or whatever, and you know, your mortality rate is low mm-hmm. or whatever. So paying the 10 years and then at 30 or whatever, you start your family or something like that, you get a nice little cash flow. Right, exactly. Oh, so, so I hit the nail on the you head. You hit the nail on the head. The, you hit the business the, and marketing. Listen now. <laughs> <laughs> listen now. <laughs> you need to go get a license. No, uh, people have actually tried to do, I just, that's not my thing. Yeah, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, I like the fact that, you know, people are, well, some people are starting to pay attention, but, you know, I know that insurance has access to trillions of dollars or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I know that some of the, uh, was, I think with Allstate, I mean, they only write policies that you wouldn't be able to cash that day if someone died or whatever. Right. Um, a- ask me how many policies I have. Okay. How many policies do you have? I have 52 policies. 50, you mean? Uh, but the, uh, mm-hmm. On yourself? 52 policies. Or, no, on me and my family. Oh, wow. 52. I guess I didn't get my game up there. I didn't get some you more, know. huh? <laughs> <laughs> but that's me learning the value of yeah. insurance and how to use it. Because you don't have to... You saw that, that return of premium that I was telling you about? Mm-hmm. I got that on top of a whole mm-hmm. life policy. So, you know, my baby, right? Mm-hmm. We're looking out for her. If yeah. I die within 20 years, because my return of premium policy is a 20-year term. Mm-hmm. I die within 20 years. Get the, she gets, she gets plenty of money. Mm-hmm. Plus whatever I whatever other ones I have, but mm-hmm. if I don't die within twenty years, you'll be twenty two. Mm-hmm. I may not need to give her as much money, so I'll collect that money from myself mm-hmm. and invest it in something else if I wanted to, or exactly. invest it in myself. Yeah, that's you what's know? up. So that's why I do what I do. Yeah, no, I get it though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, and I get to the skepticism that a lot of people have, whatever. But that's because we're not educated. Like we should be. I'm like, these are things that we should be taught when, you know what I'm saying, in our household, whatever, then expounded upon mm-hmm. through school. But of course, you know, it, there's there's nothing there. I think it's <laughs> the key word insurance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like people, there's a, for whatever reason, people have a bad feeling about insurance. They feel like, you know, I put all my mm-hmm. money in this stuff and I don't really even see the value of it. And, <laughs> you know, the value of when you follow a claim. It, let me give me my line, please. <laughs> he just took my line. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's true. They they don't know it until they have to use it. And I have I tell people all the time, don't have me be the one to tell your your family and your friends that you ain't have life insurance or you don't have any insurance, period. Mm-hmm. It could be auto insurance. Don't have me be the one to be like, no, nah, you ain't covered, bro. Mm-hmm. I hate that conversation. Yeah. But I have to have it all the time. Yeah. All the time. Mm-hmm. That's one of the worst things. Yeah, because, you know, time. they need it at that particular time or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you know, us, we need to fix our priorities, you know. Exactly. You can't be out here buying jeans and stuff like that all the time, whatever. I'm like, hey, you buy them. About policies with the amount of money you spent on clothes. Yeah, why? Why you got J's with minimum limits? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> minimum limit. What? What are minimum limits? Those fifteen twenty five. Mm-hmm. Twenty five fifties. Yeah, people need they need uh. They, we just all need to step our game up because that's how we can create economic wealth with one another and exactly. impact our community. Like exactly. we want to um, be able to. Provide resources when we when the you know the governments fall short, whether it be at the local level, state level, or uh, federal level. Exactly. And be able to take care of our own, you know. Exactly. And I'm I'm not down on anybody that have like minimum limits or don't have life insurance. Some people just can't afford it. Period. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but if you can afford anything else, you have a family. Mm -hmm. That's one thing that you need to be, you need to put something to the side because it can cost pennies, pennies a day. Mm -hmm. If you actually put your mind to it and go ahead and say, you know what, this is something that I need to take care of right away. Exactly. Because if you wait till you're 50, 55, or if you wait till now I'm sick, I want to make sure that since I am sick, everybody's going to be taken care of. It's too late then because mm -hmm. nobody's going to insure you. Yeah, you're uninsurable. Right. And then yeah. even with auto insurance, like, don't wait until something happens and then mm -hmm. say, hey, let me go ahead and try to get some insurance. We ain't going to be covered. That mm -hmm. happens a lot. Yeah. Uh, they like have a wreck or whatever, and then they try to call get insurance. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. And like those adjusters yeah. can't tell, there's a little rust on that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the thing about the, the minimum limits thing, it's okay to get it because you can't afford anything else. But the moment that you can afford something that you don't need, mm -hmm. then you can afford something that you need, which is to up your limits just mm -hmm. in case something does happen. I had a customer who came in here. He was distraught because... Mm -hmm. uh his he hit you may have heard about this it was maybe about six months ago i think mm -hmm. he hit a pedestrian on the interstate mm -hmm. and he had i was like when i heard the news i was like, I hope this ain't my insurance i hope it ain't, I hope it ain't. next day here he come mm -hmm. and he's like man i hit this dude bro i need to file a claim y'all gonna take care of this i'm like yeah up to twenty five thousand dollars He's like, what? That's it? I'm like, remember when we sat down and we went over your limits? And he was like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, this, is why out. We, this is why we had this conversation because this is all the insurance company is going to pay. I mean, that, that it was the toughest thing I, I had to tell. I mean, it wasn't the toughest, but it was one of the toughest things I had to tell. So he just mm -hmm. bawled down and started crying. I was just like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm gonna file this claim. We're gonna do this, but I know this his family is gonna come after you. Mm -hmm. We just gonna hope to God that they don't try to take all your money because in the state of Georgia, they can garnish your wages up to twenty five percent for a claim, and people don't that's know that either that's until they go to court. Yeah. So I don't know about you, but I can't go twenty five percent without my check. Twenty five percent yeah. of my check is just not too much money. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, then they could probably um, hold your um, garnishments in uh, arrears too. Mm -hmm. like, you know, wait till you start getting money if you don't have it at the time. Exactly, they can. Yeah, because I tell people, like, you know, you can sue it, you know, they'll just sit on it. And then exactly. The moment you start making money, bam. You yeah. think it's ain't there, it's there, just waiting. It's just like, you know, it's around the corner, just peeping at you. Mm -hmm. yep. So, <clears throat> as far as I uh, remember, you said, you know, you said territory earlier. Um, do y'all have like assigned areas that you have to focus on or? No. Okay. No. When I say territory, I'm talking about the territory of where we are located. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So you can just basically go wherever. Yeah. So anywhere in Georgia, yeah. I would be able to solicit sales. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah. So is there like plans for expansion? Eventually, that's something that I'm looking into. But I want to make sure that this office right mm -hmm. here is Solidified. on 100 yeah. first before I expand out 
but that is part of the plan. That's what's up. Yeah. So you're not limiting yourself to anything. I don't know. Um, okay, so let's, let's get into this. I don't really get to have this conversation, well, this topic with many people. How do you handle employees and making sure they're hitting quotas and like to keep them motivated and like, you know, if they underperform and all that? Whew. They hold each other accountable. Okay. I'm not going to lie. So my team, like if, if they're slipping in there, I hear somebody, mm-hmm. what you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you doing? Why yeah. are you on your phone? We got this to do. Because of the simple fact that I make sure that everything is team related. Mm-hmm. If everybody ain't doing it, then none of us are getting rewarded. Okay. So if the team or the office doesn't meet it, its goals, then ain't nobody nobody reached their goals. Okay. I don't care if you did reach your goals, the office didn't. So that way, everybody is holding everybody accountable. That's so, I like that. Mm-hmm. No. So everybody's holding everybody accountable. And I don't even have to be in there and say nothing. They say something to each other. That's what's up. But no, that's like that's like an ideal working environment, you know, especially for, you know, a person in leadership. You know, everybody hold each other accountable. And then, you know, the office has its goal. And, you yeah. know, you might hit your individual goals, whatever. But if everybody's not hitting their goals, then the office doesn't hit the goals. And therefore, there's no no bonuses, no rewards, whatever, you know exactly. what I'm saying, comes along with that. Exactly. So I, I like that concept. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what would you like what's one piece of advice you would give like you know young agents or young aspiring agents coming up hmm. one piece of advice I would give young agents coming up is that you know at the beginning mm-hmm. like I said before it, it's it's really hard mm-hmm. it gets hard you might get tired you might cry something if you don't cry then you're not doing your job. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I might have to put down the shirt. Yeah. You don't, you don't cry in the car. <laughs> you're doing your job. You are not doing a good job. So, you know, it's going to get stressful. Mm-hmm. But you just have to keep your eyes on the prize and remember what you got into it for. You get, it, you get into it for, you know, a few things. Mm-hmm. Uh, to bring out stability for you and your family. That's mm. the number one. You, you and your family should be always number one. Yeah. Uh, number two, you know, you helping people out. This is not just about the money for me. Mm. It's about what I told you about with the life insurance and, mm. and all that stuff. When, I'm t- when I tell you I got so inspired thinking about all the people who I can talk to and who I can touch mm. who don't know about this stuff because none of my family knew about any of this stuff growing up Mm -hmm. i don't know how your family was i don't know how a lot of people's families are there are Mm -hmm. some people whose families do know the value of insurance but there's not that many no Mm -hmm. there's not that many and if i can touch the lives of people and make them feel good that makes me feel good yeah yeah so when my customers come in here and they they're happy and they're bringing me pies and mm-hmm. you know bringing me cards and <laughs> you know stuff like that like it, that makes me feel good yeah. so it's all of that stuff is fulfilling 
just helping yeah. people in a way that other people won't. Yeah. And also being able to provide stability for your family. When you start remembering that that's the reason why you're doing the, the things that you're doing, mm -hmm. then it's all worth it. So whatever struggle, whatever tear, mm -hmm. whatever whatever you're going through, just remember what, what, what you're doing it for. That's what's up, know your why. Mm -hmm. That's right. right. Uh, everybody out there, you know, you can, uh, this is a 4875 Wall Cabin Drive. Mm -hmm. You give them a call at 478-788-7669 or you can go on the web and it's www.agenttjohnson.com. Y'all make sure y'all go and inquire and support. You know, there's nothing wrong with supporting black businesses, ma'am. Thank you for your time. Thank I appreciate you. it. Um, definitely uh, look forward to sending people your way. And, you know, I definitely, you know what I'm saying, want to come back and be like, you know, what y'all doing now? You know, how big you done got. <laughs> right, so, right. <laughs> definitely looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to it too. <laughs> All right, well, well, you know, I'm going to get out your hair. I know you're busy and everything, but, you know, y'all keep tuning in and, you know, y'all support. Thank you.